Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. There are so many options for what to watch on TV and on streaming services over Christmas. You might want to make some notes so you don't miss any of them. And here to give us some top recommendations for the final time this year is entertainment.ie's Deirdre Malumbi. Deirdre, how are you? I'm very well, very excited. Christmas is so, so close. I know. I, listen, the, the excitement is real. It's like we just need to get to that point. Everyone's just staying so far away from each other. They're like, I just need to get to Christmas Day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep. Same boat as you. <laughs> well, the safest thing anybody can do is sit at home by themselves and watch TV. There is some great stuff that's happening. Uh, some of the TV specials, uh, we are going to start with a little clip from the great Christmas Bake Off, but the one from last year. And just a reminder to people, the stars of Dairy Girls did the special last year. Have a listen to this. Can you tell me about this liquid you've got? How many leaves of gelatin have you got in there? She doesn't know. I don't know. There were 15 leaves in here. And we've, 15 we've, leaves? So we found one. So there's 14 in there. Oh, that'll that was set the Thames. <laughs> oh, well, if that's anything to go by, uh, what is the plan for the show this year, Teatra? Yeah, so just like we got the Dairy Girls previously, this year's Christmas Bake Off features an, another absolutely epic mashup. It's going to be the stars of It's a Sin on the show. Uh, that was Channel 4's groundbreaking series from uh, last mm-hmm. year. And it was just such a phenomenal show. And all the actors in it, I thought, were incredible. So it'll be really exciting to see kind of their real life personalities emerge. So people can expect Ollie Alexander, Lydia West, Nathaniel Curtis and Sean Dooley all in the lineup. Um, and they're going to be making some festive theme treats. Um, and then, of course, there'll be the familiar faces of Prue Leith and Paul Hollywood will be back. Uh, Matt Lucas and Noel Field presenting, of course. Um, so that's very excited. That's one that people can look forward to actually on Christmas Day itself. It'll be airing at 8 p.m. on Channel 4. Or if you know your your schedule is kind of jam packed, uh, you can also catch it up on all four later as well. And then, um, as people know, usually they have two Christmas bake offs and it's the same this year. The air date of the second one is yet to be confirmed. It'll be at some point around New Year's but it's going to be seeing uh, bakers from the past return and kind of compete against each other so definitely one for uh, fans of the show they'll want to check out both of those I think Okay so that is the Christmas Bake Off next up um, over our side of the water it is Ireland's fittest family uh, let's have a little listen Four sporting legends coach our families to hell and back Over five months the coaches will push their families to their physical and mental limits. Jack, keep that focus. I know you're tired. Just stay with it. We need to get to that final. And whatever it takes to do it, we want to do it. Fighting words. Okay, dear Tris. So uh, there's actually, is it two specials that are going on over Christmas? Yeah, that's just it. So people who've been following the show will probably know that, you know, Ireland's fittest family. Uh, this current season concluded last weekend. You can catch it up on the RT player now. But there's actually going to be two specials. And the first one will be on the 29th of December. And it's similarly one of these kind of celeb specials. You're going to see Grania Galena, uh, the happy pair, Flynn twins, and the comedians Neil Delaware and Sinead Quinlan. And their families will compete for the title of Ireland's fittest family. Uh, what's great about this as well is that it has a charity incentive in that the winner will walk away with 10,000 euro for their charity of choice and all the runners up they're going to be getting 1,000 euro for their charities as well so it's all for a really great cause um, and Ireland's Fittest Family I just think it's one of it's one of my favourite shows out there it is just so like funny and kind of inspiring as well um, I every time I sit down to watch this with my family we're like will this be the year and every time we decide no but I would, think you, that- would you do it I was just going to ask you that 
I, I, I don't I don't know. It would take a long time and a lot of commitment. But every year you're kind of tempted and you're like, could I? But then you see you see the standard and you're like, oh, just not bothered. But I mean, I think the celeb special is going to be uh, fantastic anyway. And I can't like I said, see anyone beating yeah. the happy pair twins, but I could yeah, be wrong. That's it. Um, and their family, you can imagine, are similarly very fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will watch out for that one. Uh, now, next up, let's have a little listen. Harry Potter, 20th anniversary, return to Hogwarts. I wouldn't be the person I am without so many people here. It's a very overwhelming thing because I've watched you grow up and I've seen kind of every stage of your life. When things get really dark and times are really hard, there's something about Harry Potter that makes life richer. It's a strong bond that we'll always have. So this is a great one for Harry Potter fans, Deirdre. Oh, absolutely. I don't think they're going to want to miss it. Um, on this side of the water, it'll be airing on Sky and now. So if you don't have your subscription and you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll definitely want to get on Get this it sorted now. <laughs> absolutely. Because basically everyone is back. You're going to have Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint and Emma Watson. Anyone who's seen the trailer kind of sees the three of them like sitting down and catching up. It just looks so sweet and feel good. Um, you've the director, Chris Columbus, who would have directed the first two Harry Potter movies. He's going to be coming back. A bunch of the... Uh, uh, cast members, including our own Ivana Lynch, of course, will be there. Um, J.K. Rowling, obviously, because she's become a bit more of a controversial figure. My understanding is she won't be interviewed in the special, but you're going to have so many of the cast members there, like between Helena Bonham Carter, Robbie Coltrane, Ray Fiennes, Jason Isaacs and Gary Oldman, just to name some of them. I don't think you're even going to think about that. And the other interesting thing as well, so that'll be airing on New Year's Day. And in the run up to that, actually, on the 29th of December, Harry Potter fans can also tune into Harry Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses, which is basically the ultimate kind of fan quiz. And Helen Mirren is going to be um, uh, hosting that with kind of these Harry Potter mega fans. Brilliant. I know watching that, like I like Harry Potter. I know I don't have the knowledge of these super fans. So I'm kind of <laughs> curious to see just how in-depth their knowledge is. Uh, but the special in particular, just seeing all those cast members back 20 years ago was the anniversary of the first Harry Potter film, if you can believe it. So I think it's going to be amazing to well, see. It'll be like watching a university challenge. I remember watching that kind of years ago when I lived at home and I'd sit there and watch it. I'm like, I haven't a clue what's going on. I'm like, look at these mad people. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And Helen Mirren is just the perfect, like fabulous host for it. So oh, very exciting stuff. She'll be brilliant. Uh, now, the next one. Tell me about this, the toy shop. Yeah, so this is, if there's one documentary special that you tune into this Christmas, I just think this sounds gorgeous. It's called The Toy Shop from director Alex Fegan. He would have previously made films like um, The Irish Pub, Older Than Ireland and The Irish Wedding. Yeah. So, you know, it's just going to be so wholesome and heartwarming because all those documentaries have just been so thoroughly lovely. Um, it's been described as a story of family, imagination and play. And basically what they're doing is they're going to the owners and customers of 15 independent owned toy shops from around Ireland. So I'm not sure of the exact rundown, but I know that Nimble Fingers, which is actually the store the store that inspired the Late Late Toy Show, that's going to be one of the toy shops that Whoa, kind of, that's kind I, of I did not, under the spotlight. I did not know that. So that was, is this Nimble Fingers in Stillorgan or is there a few of them around? Is there just, is there just <laughs> one, do you know? Because this is the one I, re I remember going there as a child. 
My understanding is that it's the one in Stillorgan, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, before kind of it became like Smith's and, and it kind of became about, you know, the big toy store names. I think that what's really nice about the idea behind this documentary is going back to those smaller kind of independent ones, the ones that had like real character and the ones that were kind of the local ones that you'd associate with your childhood and everything. So I think it's an absolutely lovely idea. And like I said, I think it's just going to be gorgeous one. One I'd say you can sit down and watch with kind of all the family, all the generations. And what's nice about this one as well is that there are a few different air dates for it. It's actually on tonight on RT1 at 9.30pm and then if you miss that it's also showing on Christmas Day on RT2 at 8.30pm and I reckon if you do miss those showings it'll probably go on the RT player or something like that but I just I'm really excited to see that one. That's like top of my watch list. I'm definitely (laughs) going to watch that tonight. So that is the toy shop uh, as Deirdre said there RT1 at 9.30 tonight. Now uh, what about the best of what's uh, on Netflix? Um, Tell us about Emily in Paris now for anyone who hasn't seen it already. Yeah, so season two actually dropped today and it's going to see Emily. Uh, uh, her character is played by Lily Collins and she's basically this American who moves to Paris to provide an American point of view to Savoir, which is this French marketing t- firm. Um, she's kind of struggling in the workplace. She's trying to find love. She's experiencing all these culture cla- clashes. And then by season two, she's kind of become more adjusted to life in Paris, but she also finds herself in a love triangle uh, with her neighbour and her French fe- friend. So it's all very kind of gossipy and silly and dramatic. I quite like this show in that it is it is quite silly and it's escapist. I really like Lily Collins' performance. I think it's kind of a nice show that you can like live vicariously through Emily if you're looking for some sun and glamour and something that isn't necessarily thoroughly Christmassy because sometimes it can get too much all the Christmas stuff everywhere. It is quite formulaic and you know it is very kind of reliant on coincidences and nepotism and stuff like that. And, it can, and, um, and also fabulous wardrobes, if I do say so myself. So I think that if you watch the first season and enjoyed it, you're going to like the second one. But if you've been just totally put off by how, you know, it can be a bit kind of dodgy in its stereotypes. <laughs> and like I said, it is a bit simplistic. So if you're not into it, season two isn't going to convince you. But I think it's a bit of crack. It's one of those shows you're probably better to watch it on mute because you're only watching it for the look. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Just like fast forward to the, through the screens, yeah. pause it, take notes on the <laughs> costumes. Exactly. So that is Emily in Paris, uh, season two out now. Now, The Lost Daughter, I have been hearing loads of things about this. Is it is it good? Would you believe I actually got a screener for this and I saw it last night and I really, really enjoyed it. Brilliant. I thought that the ending for, of it was like maybe a teeny bit rushed, but like the acting is just amazing and I love the sense of mystery and it. it really kind of keeps you on your toes with exactly what's happening. Uh, it follows Olivia Coleman's character, Lida, who goes to Greece to enjoy some uh, sun and uh, some sun and sea while she's over there and she becomes kind of obsessed with this young mother played by Dakota Johnson and her daughter. She's kind of constantly watching them on the beach. She's getting maybe a little too involved in their lives um, and eventually takes an impulsive act, uh, which kind of is you know a little twist in and of itself but it kind of makes her face her own demons and kind of consider you know what kind of mother she was when she was young and then we get a number of fl- flashbacks and actually in those we see her character played by Jesse Buckley the Irish actress who was in such films as Wild Rose and Judy of Late yeah. uh, Normal People's Paul Mescal he also plays a supporting role in this and it's actually the movie is the directorial debut of Maggie Gyllenhaal the actress so I thought that it was really well directed 
I thought that it was really well written. It's really complex. It's a heart wrenching exploration of motherhood. Like it's by no means a light watch, but I wouldn't call it too heavy going either. It's it's more kind of a mystery thriller is how I describe it. And I thought it was a very good movie. I, okay. I enjoyed it. Well, yeah. I'm going to definitely put that on my watch list. Now, the next one we have, let's take a quick listen to Don't Look Up. What Dr. Mindy is trying to say wow. is that there's a comet headed directly towards Earth. And then what happens? Like a tidal wave? It will be far more catastrophic. There will, there will be mile high tsunamis. So how certain is this? There's 100% certainty of impact. Please. Don't say 100%. Do we just call it a potentially significant event? But it isn't potentially going to happen. 99.78% to be exact. Oh, great. Okay, so it's not 100%. Well, firstly, what there is a serious cast in this theatre. It's it's absolutely chock-a-block with big names. You've got Leonardo DiCaprio in there, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, um, Ariana Grande, randomly, Timothy Chalamet, just so, so many big names in that. Uh, so this is an interesting one. As you probably kind of got from the clip, the whole idea is you've got this astronomy grad student and her professor discover that there's this comet that is hurtling towards Earth and they kind of go on this media press tour. They meet the president. They go on the airwaves of this uh, morning show and they're trying to make people care that the end is nigh and there's we need to take action we need to plan and figure out what we're going to do about this but literally no one cares so it's kind of an interesting story <laughs> we've got I other suppose. things to be worrying about at the moment I, think. <laughs> I know as opposed to these like fictional comments so it's a bit it's a bit of a funny one It'll, I'm curious to see what the reception of this will be like because it's actually dropping on Netflix on Christmas Eve so apparently like Christmas watch I don't know what the thinking is behind there but it's from Adam McKay who would have done such films as Anchorman and Step Brothers and he did The Big Short and Vice. Uh, interestingly enough, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. It has gotten something of a mixed critical reception and people are kind of saying tone-wise it's a bit uneven, which you can kind of imagine with a story like that, but it is supposed to be a comedy. But to be honest, like when you have a cast like that behind it, I, I'm going to check it out anyway because you can't have a cast like that <laughs> and it not have some high points. I mean, particularly if all of them are going to be in these sarcastic comedic roles. I'm just, I'm too curious to not check it out. Oh, definitely. We'll, we'll give that a go. So that is Don't Look Up and uh, Christmas Eve. People can check that out on Netflix. We're just out of time, but some other classics to remind people. You have Die Hard 2 and Christmas Eve on RT2. A classic. A beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Gorgeous film. Christmas Day on Netflix. Rocketman, Stephen's Day, RT1 and Mamma Mia. Here we go again. New Year's Day, RT1. I'll probably give that a miss, but thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deirdre, have an amazing Christmas and New Year and we will talk to you again in January, all right? Oh, uh, thank you so much, Jenny. Here we go. Jenny Green, weekdays from three on 2FM. The sound of the nation. The nation.